What is up, everybody? This is the Last I Go Heart Podcast 2 After Dark. In this sequel, I have guests. And pff, Dawson, what does it take to be a guest on your podcast, the Last I Go Heart Podcast 2? Well, it's pretty simple, actually. You either have to keep a really good conversation going or be extremely good looking because either way, that's going to get me ratings. And fortunately, for this first guest that I have on, he has both those attributes. Everybody, welcome Ryan Pierce. What's up? How's it going, man? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good to be here, man. What's your name? Ryan Pierce. Ryan Pierce. Oh, yeah. nice. What's so, good <laughs> to be on the Eagleheart podcast. <laughs> the Eagleheart. Eagleheart? Uh, Eagleheart. Okay. Did you really not know my last name? Is that not what it is? Eagleheart? Okay. Man. I'm you... not the least bit great at pronouncing anything other than, like, the most American of names, so... <laughs> And your last name is, of course, Pierce, probably, right? Yes. Yes, so, uh, yeah. Pretty super I, easy, you know? I've known a few Pierces in my life, so it's pretty pretty swell. But, uh, no, don't feel bad. Um, my, I got baptized at second, and they put Englehart on my baptism certificate. So. I was actually there for that, you know? But yeah. I didn't know you at the time, so I didn't recognize that. <laughs> so Englehart. Well, at least I know now why people cannot find my podcast. Uh, it's because <laughs> they've been typing in Englehart this whole time. I should be getting more viewers, but now, now I know. I'm the sole cause of that. You're the sole cause. <laughs> but have you ever been on a podcast? No, definitely not. This is very foreign to me, for sure. <clears throat> so does it feel weird that you're in bit. my kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> the kitchen, you know, actually makes it feel more at home. Like, I would be a lot more uh, probably uptight if I was, like, on an actual stage somewhere. But, like, you set the camera, you set the lights. I'm sitting here, like, talking next to someone. I'm like, man, this would be weird. Like, I don't know how celebrities do it so naturally on, like, you know, The Tonight Show or whatever. Honestly, I never thought about that before. And the first time that I ever recorded myself just by myself, I'm like, dude, it took me so many times to get it down to where it was, like, to the point where I did not feel awkward just staring at myself. <laughs> like, just looking at that, it's like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> see, luckily, the way that it's framed right now, I can't see myself. It cuts off, like, right here. Oh, oh, because of the... <laughs> the lens, yeah. Well, we can, I can see you clearly. So it's perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah it's perfect, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little weird, but now that I've done it for like, mm, what, this is like my twelfth time, thirteenth time recording myself. So I don't, I just pretend it's not even there. Just pretend it's an audience member, and that's the <laughs> that's what. But how's your day been, man? Pretty good, you know. Started nice and early, got some gym time in. Been at work all day. Came straight here, hence the scrub pants. <laughs> Didn't know we were classing it up a little bit. I like the style you got going on there. You had the hat on. I did. But uh, I just kind of wanted the hair to flow out because I got my dad's jeans and my mom's a hairdresser. And she told me that I should not wear a hat all the time or I will just end up like my dad. And, just <laughs> and I can't do that with, with these luscious locks. I can't do that. I, I can't see, afford yeah. it. If I had it or if people wouldn't yell at me for growing it out, you know, it'd be growing out a little bit. <laughs> but really, mine comes in more of like a poofy, like a wavy kind of afro look. So, so you, have you ever wanted to grow out your hair? So, you know, like... I don't know if you remember, but like when I was in fifth, sixth grade, like that kind of time period, I have no idea what year that would be, like 2010 maybe, um, the Bieber cut was in, <laughs> so tried to rock that for a little bit, and when you get really like thick, poofy, like wavy hair, trying to rock it down your eyebrows is just not a good idea. Dude, I loved the Bieber cut. The Bieber cut was like prime time, like every middle schooler had it. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. Some uh, people really pulled it off. 
I was not one of those people. Well, it's because everybody tried it. Even the people, like, that was, like, one hair trend as a middle schooler that all the dudes, like, would make fun of Justin Bieber, but yet have that haircut. So, like, they were like, jealous oh, of all the attention that the girls gave him, so we were like, obviously, we gotta try this. Oh, <laughs> oh, trust me, they were just all like, man, yeah, Justin Bieber sucks. Like, hey, what's up, girl, you wanna go see Finding Nemo this weekend? Like, <laughs> give yourself whiplash every time you come up out of, like, underwater at a pool, because you just gotta whip it so hard and get oh, the water shook off. <laughs> Dude, even parents. Even parents were, like, crapping on Justin Bieber at that time. They're like, what is this kid ruining my radio station? Like, my dad would be like, okay, we got to turn this crap down, turn it off. And that's when I became, I think it's more of a male thing, because I became more hard, like, hearted towards Justin Bieber just because my dad was. And my mom was more of like, oh, that's, like, that's cute. He's 12. He's, <laughs> he's just, just let him live his life kind hey, of thing. <laughs> you know, you got to respect the grind. What he started on YouTube, right? Just, like, singing songs on there, doing covers, and then blew up. Exactly. Plus, also, like, look at his parents. Like, what a blessing, like, that kid was to them. Yeah. Uh, do you know, like, the background of his I don't parents? know the whole story, so. But, you know, his dad's not, like, the greatest person on the planet, you know? Like, I don't, he doesn't even have a job. I'm not here to judge, you know? Look, like, I'm not here to judge either, but I'm just thinking about it this way. They were just two ordinary parents, and then they had a superstar kid. Like, see. As a big Patriots Tom Brady fan, I always think what it's got to be like to be Tom Brady Sr. Or, you know, Tom Brady's mom. I don't know what her name is. But, like, think about that. You have a kid. He grows up. He's, like, a decent high school athlete. Ends up going to Michigan or whatever. And then just blows up and turns into, like, one of the greatest athletes of all time. That's got to be insane. Or think about, like, Tiger Woods' parents. Yeah, they didn't have anything to do. Yeah, they didn't have anything to do with, like, sports or anything before that, right? Uh, the Bradys, I don't think so. I'm not for sure. But didn't Tiger Woods' dad, like, really hammer it home, like, trying to get him good at golf? Oh, like Michael Jackson's dad did to him? Similar. Don't think they and really the, went down similar well, paths, but... That he hammered it home. <laughs> Alright, yeah. I mean, probably not the best strategy, but... Hey, well, look, I don't condone it. Yeah. The, but the thing is, though, is it, I mean... Turned out wildly successful. He made a lot of hits. So, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> he really yes. did. He got his child there. That was the whole point of that. So I don't condone that, but just the fact of me being a celebrity parent, that honestly, that would be very interesting. Like I'm just, a, I'm still US pizza, flipping pizzas. Like I'm telling you, like right now, all these people that are having kids right now, it's very, uh, I wouldn't say intimidating. It was not intimidating. That's a dumb word. It, it's more like shocking to me that they have kids right now i'm 21 and there's like 21 year olds right now that i went to high school with and they're already having their second kid yeah yeah you know it's like, when you compare it to yourself you're like well there's no way that i should be trusted to protect and raise a child right now exactly and like and i knew them in high school and there's definitely <laughs> no way that they should be but hey i mean i guess people can grow up real fast you know you, i mean they can grow up real fast but it's like i don't know some parents or like some kids are having you know, some people that I went to high school with, they're having kids right now. I'm like, man, I feel bad for the kid. But, you know, that's just, look, that's just honesty. That's why I am thinking correctly. And, like, I'm 21. I mean, I'm single. I've never, you know, had a girlfriend. So I can't even think about that right now. I got, but the two people that I'm living with, one's in a serious relationship. One's about to be getting married at the end of the summer. I'm like, I better get this crap started and have a celebrity kid. Absolutely. And then, yeah, so I'm flipping pizzas. And next thing you know, I have a superstar kid. And I'm just going to piggyback that thing all the way home. He's going to be set up green screen in your kitchen one day, you know? Like, oh, no, I'll still have this in the kitchen. <laughs> Hopefully, I'm walking down the red carpet going, I did this. 
that came from me, you know? <laughs> you can't take any of the credit. You can't give any of the credit. Other than, hey, without me, you would not have I'm not kidding. Like, I knew this kid was going to be talented one day. Like, he started singing before walking. Like, it was amazing. Like, he sang us to sleep. <laughs> like, that's what kind of kid that, like, I hope God would bless me with that because it just made my life a lot easier. Like, Charlie D'Amelio's parents, they're literally making the life off of i mean i feel bad for them at the same time because their daughter's been known for just you know twerking on tiktok that's her fame so <laughs> not on the tiktok heard the name for sure doesn't she have a sister too yeah the other ones that's what we know them as okay yeah <laughs> we, we, we know this is charlie d'amelio and then them but still like that stuff blows my mind or like think about i feel like the perfect middle ground would be that the kid, he's like what, like eight or ten years old, and he reviews toys on YouTube. I've heard about and he that. He made like five million dollars or something dumb last year. Have you seen all the memes? It's like you looking like a clown on your way to work, your forty-hour week job. And you know, there's like an eight-year-old making millions on YouTube to review toys. Like, I, that's the kind of kid that you want to have. Like, he's not out there in the limelight. You don't have to worry about him getting into anything, you know, weird. He's just sitting there reviewing. You just buy him toys. He talks about it on camera, and he brings home massive paychecks. Uh, yeah, and then you're like, we're going to put this in your college fund. Half of it's going to go in my check. This, of course, because I had you. <laughs> Bless. But we're going to put you in a, This is going to be a college fund. <laughs> Same kind of child sport. Like, child sport's you, so. <laughs> exactly. That is just weird to think about, of just being in those parents' perspectives. Also, it makes me think about what kind of parent that I would be. I don't know if I really want kids. I mean, do you? Yeah, I think I definitely see myself, you know, one day. Like, how many do you want? I have no idea. I've always said, like, spread out four years, boy first, then a girl. That way, you know, like, you don't have them in college at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Paying for it, exactly. Know? And then the boy is older, things stick up for his little sister, you know? Mm. See, because my sister, older than me, and she just beat me up a lot as a kid. Mm. So that's, like, demoralizing as a little boy, you know? Like, Ex- exactly. She's <laughs> like, oh, I just got the crap beat out of me by my sister. <laughs> then you got to go act tough for all the guys. And then you grow your hair out look like Justin Bieber and just lose all credibility. So. Oh, th- there you go. That's where it comes in. It makes sense because I had a younger sister, but she beat me up. But <laughs> uh, it was kind of vice versa, you know? She, well, she snitched on me all the time. For I, I love that because, like, when I'm being the older brother and, like, when you, you know... Uh, back when, you know, when you start cussing or whatever, like when you were like parents or whatever. But the thing is, though, is like, of course I don't anymore. You know. Okay. <laughs> but let's get one thing yeah, straight. Yeah, let's just get one straight thing. All right. Okay. All, all my fellow Christians out there, I know, <laughs> you know what's up. But back like when, because my parents were like very, you know, they fought all the time. So the thing is, though, it's like they cussed and whatever. So, of course, I am going to. De- adapt to that and that's gonna be but then my sister on the other hand she would just snitch on me for it but then i would get in trouble by the same parents i'm learning it from it was just so backwards i'm just regurgitating what you said you know like, <laughs> like how are you gonna be mad at me for that exactly but so it kind of question brings the question to me of like what kind of parent i would be am i gonna be one of those oblivious parents i watch a lot of serial killer documentaries do you don't really get down with that, you know? I get that it's got, like, a huge following. Like, the podcasts, all the documentaries, and our Criminal Minds was huge. Oh, yeah. Like, no free shout-outs, but... <laughs> well, well, uh, I don't really watch Criminal Minds because uh, that stuff's fake. I'm only into the real stuff, okay. you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, the actual... The, yeah, the, that a- the stuff that has evidence and facts behind <laughs> But I watched a lot of those, and, or like, uh, when, every time I hear, like, a school shooting happen, and then they interview the parents, and the parents are just like... 
I, I, dude, he was normal yesterday. I don't know what, what possibly could have happened. Like, am I going to be one of those parents? I'm just going to knock on my son's door. And I'm just like, hey, dinner's ready. He's there cleaning a rifle. He's got a swastika on his wall. And this should be a red flag. Should be a red flag. But I'm just like, ah, oh, everything seems normal. Cut Someone out. Someone should be able to do something about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some counseling. I think, not to be more serious than that, but like, I would guess, and what I've heard is like, you know, a lot of those kids come from, you know, homes where there's not a parent or there's an absence of like a father figure, you know? And so I would guess that's probably why it's going unnoticed. Got to keep the family strong, you know? Uh, well, that is true. That, that is true. But like, I don't know. I think the biggest one with like the, the Parkland one, like, I don't know. Does all those parents, I don't know. It just, it makes me question if like, would I really know my kid? Like, you know, you think you know them, but now in this generation with like, internet technology all this stuff i don't know they may become like smarter than you you can have a whole secret life out there yeah seriously dude what I, is it what is it uh is it daniel tosh that has a skit something like that and he's he's like you're you're really gonna tell me there's no way that he was like an axe murderer or something oh like how they always interview the neighbors or something after oh yeah okay, like, okay. I, yes like chainsaw massacres their spouse or something yeah the neighbors just, just like oh i had no idea it's like <laughs> He's like, my own mother could, like, cut someone in half, and they'd interview me. Like, yeah, yeah, I can see you doing that. Like, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It was a people pleaser. He was like, yeah, I can see my mom. She'd go, uh, go tomorrow and blow up an orphanage. Yes. And, and I could go on the news tomorrow and be like, I can see it. <laughs> she came home. She Sometimes she comes home, and she didn't say she loved us. I mean. <laughs> That's the thing. So, like, I, I guess there's always, like, that small inclination of people to just do terrible things. So, like, no matter how good a person is, I guess, like, that's always there. Which, which, like, fascinates me because it's, like, as a Christian, it's, like, you know, was it, like, their at-home life? Or was, like, were they kind of, like, born with that just natural, like, tendency, you know? It's, like, you know, does Christianity form your, like, moral guide or something? Or, like, yeah. is it innate within human beings? And yeah. I would say definitely not. It's, like, so I read something a couple weeks ago. It's, like, the ultimate... Li- Litmus, litmus test about whatever that word is. Litmus. Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, is, uh, is it really? Is it called litmus? I think so. Wow, it's something dude. like that. Happy litmus. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but it's like the ultimate test for the natural good versus not of humanity mm-hmm. is a shopping cart in the parking lot. Because so, you're 100 percent free to just leave it there and be a terrible person and let it like either take up a spot or dent someone else's car. Or it's up to you to go put it back. And so I was thinking about that. Like, it's just the ultimate test of is humanity at its core good? And apparently, a lot of people aren't because they just leave those things out in the parking lot. Oh, so okay, so it's a test to see if like, of uh, like, if they put the cart back, then they're a general good human. But if they don't, then they're a yes, bad human. Because there are zero repercussions for not doing that. Like to you, like you face no negative repercussions. To not walking 30 feet and putting your shopping cart up. But you really don't gain anything from doing it. All it is is good people put it up, bad people don't. <laughs> I've never thought about that. That's a very good point. It's, it's an interesting read. I'll have to send you the article. Because even on my bad day, I put the cart up. Yeah. It's I'm like, just I not mean, a it's a scumbag just, human being. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like the worst thing could have happened that day, but I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it's like I, pouring I'm down it. rain. Yes! I'm like, I don't want the next person that pulls in here to, like, start pulling in, realize there's a shopping cart here, and either have to get out and move it, or just hit it or back out and leave. No joke, today when I went to Walmart, uh, you know those little, um, 
the mechanical buggies. Okay, there was one in a parking spot, like just in a parking spot, and I'm like, what? Talk about the little like battery operated carts. Yeah, the ones all the you know. Okay, the, well, well, I mean, think of it. if someone truly needed that, I'm not gonna fault them, I guess, for not taking it back. Well, no, they As just put former... it. In, they put it in a legit parking spot, though. I'm not telling them to take it back. I'm talking just park it. Next. So it's like sitting in the in the spot. It's yeah, like it's they, in a parking spot. They pulled up next to their car, got out, got in their car, moved their car, got out, moved that perfectly in the spot. It seemed like it. Okay. Or well. or, or they were like, okay. Or their car was in a separate parking spot. and They just parked in a parking spot and then they just got into their car. See. Look, either I'm inclined to give them the benefit of the doubt and be like, all right, maybe they really needed that. But yeah, that would be. But then that questions me if they should be driving or not. Yes. Look, I honestly think if you have a handicap sticker, you shouldn't be driving on the road. That's an interesting take. D- no, it really, I really don't think that you should be. Because first off, I came from Hot Springs Village. You know where Hot Springs Village is at? Definitely know where it's at. Yeah, okay, for the people that don't know, it's basically, you know, there's this place called Hot Springs Village. Largest gated community in the United States. Okay, we is got that a real thing? Yep, the largest gated community. Wow, didn't know I you were a gated community kind of guy. I, I said gated. Some people say I said largest gay community in the United States. Don't think it's in Hot Springs Village. Yeah, 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 not, but it's, I was surprised to find this out. It's got, oh, we got nine, uh, we got five lakes, no, yeah, no, nine lakes, five golf courses, and we have our own police force. Inside the gated community, yeah, I had no idea that was there. Yeah, literally, is that the, not like uh, the big retirement place? Yes. The, okay. Yes, it's uh, the Hot Springs Village PD, and they drive around in cars that says HSV PD. They're basically glorified security guards. It sounds re- like not real. It sounds Reno nine one one ish. It's uh, I dude, I wish it was like the secret society that's not real, and it's like one of those Alex Jones conspiracy theories. They'll just be like, "There's this place called Hot Springs Village. They have there." But the he's lo- always right. I know it's the largest <laughs> one, and literally it's just flooded with old people, and they have their own police force, <laughs> and everybody's just like, "No way, this is not true." And Alex Jones strikes again, crazy. <laughs> but. Bringing that up, it's like there's so many old people in there. I've been literally raised and born around like old people. Like there's barely any young people in that area. Um, Heavy geriatric population. Dude, area. churches every flipping corner in that place. It's twenty seven thousand acres, and it's just literally churches on churches on churches. There's like literally it gets to the point to me where there's just a church for every individual old person. Like they're just like I don't agree with anything that anybody's going. I'm just going to my own church. Start my own. Where there's just one pastor talking to just them. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. And they, you know, drive around their nice sports cars, putting, like, maybe 20 miles on it. Yep. And they got handicap stickers on them. And I'm like, dude, you're not putting that car to use at all, number one. Number two, you're driving 10 under the speed limit. In your new Corvette. In your new Corvette, yeah, exactly. To go do what? Drink, drink, drink at the golf house. Go, just drink at the golf And then guess what you get to go do? You get to go home after drinking, going you know twenty miles under because that. <laughs> and it just, they it's just that supreme me. focus at that point. They're really dialed in. They don't want to get stopped by HSVPD. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 it's dude, pretty serious. They have a reputation, you know, for being pretty hard. We on would prank call them all the time. I, literally, we've ran from them, my friends and I. From prank calling them? Oh yeah, we prank called and said there were some kids yelling profanity. Yada yada. They come at the. Go Which is like uh, like an old person. Yeah, I was, I was yeah I was mimicking an old person. Okay. I gave some old person's address, and we just sat at the clubhouse waiting. Did you have the full flow while you're down there? No, dude. Back in the day, 
<laughs> I don't like. See, the thing is, though, is like I love like when you graduate and a lot of teachers are gonna be like, you miss this place. No, every time I think about it, it helps me throw up. And <laughs> like seriously, I literally had a haircut back in high school. I made fun of it on my uh, podcast about. I used to have just <laughs> like the flow. Um, let me see if I can try to pull it up. It's uh. I only ask that because I know, like specifically. Older men, and I guess because like a lot of them served in the military in some fashion or another, they are so picky about haircuts. And like some young person will walk by them, and like their hair is touching their ears, and you just hear them groan and gripe about basically needing to shave their heads. Oh no, that's the uh, that's definitely the community of Hot Springs Village for sure. But the way that I had my hair, I don't think they could get mad about it <laughs> or that mad. Hold on a second, it's it's right around here somewhere. I got a... Here you go. Here's one, Here's me doing stand-up. I had my hair flipped back. I kind of like it. What, dude, it looks like a bike helmet. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. My sixth grade Justin Bieber wannabe haircut, that looks like a bike helmet. I have a very big head to start with. <laughs> and you add like three pounds of fluffy hair on top of that, and it's, it's not a good scene. Not, not a, lot, a lot of embarrassing photos exist from like middle school to junior high. But... <laughs> But yeah, that was my hair. I didn't like, I did not like that hair at all. But I did have a friend, and he had long hair back in high school. But we called the police on ourselves multiple times just that one night. The fifth time, they had the whole SWAT team come oh up. Gosh. Oh, yeah, they had five of them. And they chased us around. Uh, HSVPD SWAT team? That sounds like on Elf, that like made <laughs> up like dark horse task force thing that like patrols Central Park. Uh, no, for sure. It, it sounds fake, but it. it I'm surprised that it was a, it's a real thing. <laughs> I don't, they don't even have to go to the police academy to become that. They just, so it's literally like a security guard. It really is, a but they have tasers. Right. Okay. I don't know if they have guns. I think maybe some of them have guns. Surely not. But most of them just have tasers. Yeah, and, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and their, H- their PD cars are hearses. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah, most of the time they just roll up to old people's houses, put them in the back of the car because they're, they're out, and then they just... All right, see, it took me like half a second to realize what you meant by that. <laughs> by that time, it was already too late, and I was already making an idiot of myself by asking. So, <laughs> hey, I've, look, I honestly thought they should do that because you can go on their Facebook page and look at all the calls they get, and it's so stupid, like... I don't know. My sink's not working. <laughs> and then you just see the HSVD pull up. Man, what's going on here? Can you fix my sink for me? <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. It's just, that's an interesting thing. Like, I had no idea that they had their own police department. Fake I, police department. Look, I, I No didn't. disrespect to the, the brave, courageous officers that served there, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the brave, courageous ones. Yeah, they got the, they got the, uh. Uh, east side cripples and the west side blood thinners you know they got the they they straight up got a lot of oh my God. exactly they got a lot of church turf that they gotta worry about uh but hey it's, just, they, it's such a split community too like you know some old people can be some of like the sweetest people you've ever met and some of them are just the most angry aggressive like they just want to fight everyone and i'm like hey take it easy man like <laughs> you're 120 pounds and 85 years old like let's let's calm down think about the situation Oh, exactly. It's it's pretty bad, but let's knock out one of these one of these things. Let's, let's see, explain. I'm, curi- the game. I'm curious to see what this is. Okay, you so have to explain the whole thing to me too, because I'm a little a little lost. All right. So basically, in this part of the the podcast, uh, basically, I'm just having people come on as guests, and they just talk a little bit about themselves. We just have a little conversation like we did, 
and every so often, you know, this is basically just a this the one with the blue dot just has like a random question on it. You can answer it's just a little bit about yourself or whatever it may just spark another conversation. But on this other one, the red dot, it's a dare. And in front of us is a little cocktail that, you know, whenever you walked in, I kind of made. <laughs> you forgot about those already. And that's what I asked you. Oh, I can still smell them is the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. It's like I have this, uh, like, for example, that's why I asked you if you like blue cheese or ranch. Definitely a big ranch guy. You definitely. Backfired. And then I told you you're going to get blue cheese. And how do you feel about people with blue cheese? I honestly <laughs> question. I don't, it's, it's like, I don't, I don't want to say that I can judge you for preferring blue cheese if you've never had ranch. But like once you've tasted sweet nectar of the gods, that is like a well-made ranch dressing. <laughs> like food at that point becomes just another vesicle to get the ranch to my mouth. Whereas blue cheese... It just makes me question existence in itself. It's just, it's not good. It's just not good. I, dude, I don't know. I guess it's just in my genes, you know? I guess my dad loved blue cheese. My mom likes blue cheese. But I think blue cheese is a relationship if you either you love it or you don't. It's literally molded cheese, is it not? See, yeah, if you explain it that way, that makes no one want to eat it. But that's what it is. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> but... It, there's See, gotta be something about ranch. Ranch is like it's what mayonnaise, which is just like fat. Ew, mayonnaise. Okay. <laughs> but like you know, you gotta admit, like fat is good. It's delicious with like what seasonings and milk or something. I don't know. You you're the U.S. pizza house dressing expert here. Oh, I'm the expert. Yeah, I'm five star. Okay, yeah. yeah. Call me chef from now on. See, I grew up on the little Hidden Valley packets, and I want to say it's just like mayo and milk, and then like the little it seasonings. Is. It's it's mayo, buttermilk. Uh, and there's this stuff called CI Mix, which is basically just a bunch of seasonings and stuff to give it that ranchy flavor. And then, see, honestly, when we're describing it, it doesn't sound that much better than molded cheese, but still better. It is, yeah. Somehow those things combined all together make something in people's heads that go, "Oh wow, this is way more delicious than blue cheese." But I think a lot of people that don't like blue cheese never really gave it a shot. I think they may be just... We're about to give it a shot. Have you? <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Have you ever had blue cheese? I've had it. It's just not something that ranks highly on my list. Dude, it's fine. But the thing is, though, is I'm glad that you're a person that understands the differences that we have. And, you know, a lot of people... The reason why I bring that up is a lot of people, when I bring up that I like blue cheese, it ends friendships. Uh, they just don't want to talk to me anymore. They just act like I'm an animal. But yet they like pineapple on pizza, which... That would end a friendship for me. I, which I don't mind either. <clears throat> I understand it, and I'll have it on there as well, but it's not like a big debate to me. I think the pineapple on pizza people and the blue cheese people need to come together, you know? And along with the ranch, and we need to team up against the people who like anchovies on pizza. That's fair. See, but I, I've never even met someone that likes anchovies on pizza. You need to work at U.S. Pizza. Okay. It sounds like I don't because that would be, it would cause me to get hostile. I'm not kidding. I've had to get in a full hazmat suit multiple times just to be able to make one of those things. That is disgusting. What do you mean? So this might be a stupid question, but like what exactly is an anchovy? It's a fish. It's a, it's like a small fish. It's like a, a minnow. for asking that. Like a, like a sardine kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's exactly that. And literally it's not like the whole fish. It's like they cut it or whatever, but there's still the tail. They're the little, it's like minnows. The, the crazy little fish that overtook the Krusty Krab one day, and when 
Oh, I think those are. Yeah, those no, because Mr. Krabs screams anchovies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. My bad. I got mixed up with another episode where they yelled nematodes. <laughs> That's what's crazy. Separate things. So, two, yeah, two totally different episodes. Okay, I think it was one of those episodes. Yeah, I think one of those episodes got canceled. <laughs> Dude, I grew up on SpongeBob, and I'm sure that you did too. I did too, but then like you know, the past few years, like you've become more aware of adult themes and humor, I guess. And it's like a renaissance going back through. They're on Amazon Prime, I think, like the first few seasons, the good seasons. Yeah. Go back through and watch them, and you're just like, wow, I never caught that joke as a child, but that makes it even funnier. Like, have you heard about, do you remember, like, the Mr. Krabs panty raid thing? Remember? Yeah. The dude canceled. But, yeah, and then he was, wasn't he at his mom's house? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm exposing way too much knowledge of Spongebob. Uh, yeah, yeah. now we're going to get canceled for bringing up canceled material. Like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> canceled for You're canceling. the first one that I brought on here, and now we're already just putting putting this in the grave. Demonetized. <laughs> dude, 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 speaking of demonetized, I get demonetized over the stupidest crap. Like, I think I talked about something that was, um, I don't know. I don't know if I talked about something or whatever, but I got an email from YouTube that said one of my episodes was demonetized for some stupid reason, and they were talking about it was inflicted on code blah 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 of, I don't know, dude. I feel like they just make stuff up at this point. Can you not, like, appeal that? Because is that not just automated? Because there's no way there's, like, one dude at YouTube just watching all, like, 8 million hours of video. That's I have appealed it. I have appealed it. What but was the, thing the result? Is they haven't got back to me. Dude. I literally am doing a podcast in my living room. I don't have enough money to be able to sue YouTube. I'm just like, I guess I'm going to have to let that one slide. <laughs> just fully at their mercy at this point. Like I used to do like, um, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, you know, video reactions at the end of my, I used to do with this segment called What in the YouTube Recommended, where I made my YouTube recommended go really weird. And eventually a hog calling contest came on my, uh, th- oh, it was so funny. And I did a video reaction to it. And I, um, I, if I didn't, uh, I didn't appeal it, but I had to trim out that whole segment in my thing when I uploaded it and I had to just do pictures because they wouldn't let me play the video because it's against like copyright. So it just like automatically triggers that? Like I've literally never uploaded a video to YouTube. Yeah, it automatically, but I don't understand because there's people that do video reactions all the time. You know, like they. I feel like a lot of those, so like I'm thinking of, they do like the song reactions or something. And so I'm like, how do you make money off of that? Like Cody Ko. Sure, yeah. He does BuzzFeed crap. And he still gets monetized, I think. And I get demonetized because it's under copyrighted material. I don't know what's copyrighted and whatever anymore. I think the key is you just got to be like the people did like 10 years ago and just put in the description, no harm meant to the owner or whatever. Well, I mean, I would. But the thing is, those, they, they should know that. It's not like I'm taking it as my own. Like the hog calling contest, I'm not like, that's mine. That was my hog calling contest. <laughs> that was this is my video. I take all credit. I had like literally a snippet of my name is by uh, Eminem in there. It's not like I'm gonna be like, yeah, that was me rapping, and then God. everybody else would be like, man, you got a bit of a slim shady kind of look going. I mean, I don't think you ever had long hair. <laughs> well, the blonde, you know, do I look do extremely I, like the psychotic? The, Okay. <laughs> Whoa, let's not attack Whoa. Eminem here. No, dude, back in the Slim Shady days, he was a little bit off his... Off, but they, I think that's what made him so attractive to people, though. Like, well, It was at a time, especially like oh, some random white guy saying these things about the government and all that. Like, big Eminem fan, so... Oh, trust me. I am a huge Eminem fan. That's why I had him in a little bit of it. And <laughs> he's 
he was even my walkout music at some <laughs> at some times. But the thing is though, it's like my mom and dad got divorced. My dad was heavy rock. My mom was recovery album. <laughs> if it is. So I grew up too. There's some overlap there, and that's I guess where you live, right in the middle, you know? Yes. But I think what made Eminem so big was is because he was white and the rap culture was predominantly black and he, you know, basically, you know, just threw it on top of his head and basically took a different side of things that people at that time didn't. He was talking about mostly like his impersonal, like he knew what he was basically, you know, roasting himself in a sense. I wouldn't say roasting himself, but he would take his problems and put it on there where everybody else would be talking about murdering each other. He just did it in a very provocative manner. Which makes me question, like, what if he was a Christian rapper? Like, I mean, that dude be selling. That dude, what, that would have been. Someone, like, a long time ago, like, when I was in, like, middle school, they were like, imagine if we could get Eminem with the Holy Ghost on the mic, up on stage, like, what could we do? And when you think about that, when you look, especially, like, some of his later albums, not to nerd out about Eminem here, but, like, lyrically, the dude is a genius. I, yes. And so just take some of that talent and use it for good. Not saying he's using it for bad purposes, but, like... Well, it's not for bad. Like, NF does the same thing that he basically does. And, but the thing is, though, is, like, the thing I have with NF is, is he doesn't bring up God or anything in his rap, which is not a big deal, but he doesn't cuss. But all he does is talk about depressing stuff all the time. Like, come on, dude. After you talk about depressing stuff all the time, is there going to be a happy album? Like, you know, Recovery, Eminem came out with that. You know, he was, like, pumping himself up. He yeah. was getting amped up. He was he, back. He gave, he gave people, after relapse, he gave, he gave himself, you know, props. He was like, you know, I'm getting out of this thing. Everybody of his fans are hyped up. I feel like all of NF's fans are just a bunch of depressed. Like, they're all wearing black. They're just vibing with, like, yeah, your life sucks, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you kind of unite with that. Yeah, you, know? you got to unite. Maybe, maybe he's staying in that zone so that as people cycle through, like, those periods of depression or whatever, you know, they, they can relate. Meet people that relate with that, and then maybe pull them out. So, I'm not gonna be mad about what NF does, but I do agree that a lot of his stuff can get pretty repetitive. Well, look, I'm not mad. I saw the dude live. I went to the Hangout Fest, and right. I saw him live. He was good. He was a good. Straight. It's just like after the third song, it was like, oh wow. It's just like a part two of the first, or like this is part five now, right? <laughs> like, look, but I have nothing to say against that because I even use stuff in my life. And I make jokes about it, and that's I take it to it on stage. But the thing is, is I flip it, and I don't make it like a, oh, poor me fest. I flip it and try to make it humorous, because at the same time of it, you know, making me feel good, it also, you know, hopefully makes the audience go, wow, you know, he did that and, you know, made it, you know, humorous. So maybe, you know, my life's not so bad. Or, you know, maybe, you know, sometimes I need to laugh a little bit. That guy's life really sucks. (laughs) No, that's not saying my life really sucks. It's just like... I think some people get caught up in the little things a little bit too much, and living in that negative. Living know? that negative, and I'm, dude, I'm a half cup, I'm a half full, dude. I'm not a, <laughs> I'm not a. Oh crap, this is half empty or whatever. Because I've been in those parts, and it's not fun. It's not. It's just like it gets to a point. I got to a point for me where like it just gets annoying. Yeah, like, I don't know. Just living in depression you or living out, in sadness. You wake up and like when you think back to those times, it's almost like black and white. And then when you like make that decision to stop living in that, yeah, it's like color comes back to the world. It sounds so like corny, but legitimately like the days are brighter and better. Well, yeah, it makes me think. Oh, because I also talked to Donnie about this. Uh, he like about dwelling in the good things instead of the bad, because in the sense of you know you can you know think about the bad things, but I kind of feel like when it comes to like 
depressing music or whatever. You're just constantly dwelling in the bad stuff all the time. I'm telling you, that's not going to make you want to glorify God or, you know, make you want to, you know, do anything jammy or do anything yeah. like... What's the saying? You find what you seek the most. And so, like, if you're constantly just searching and looking for all the bad in life, like, oh, my life sucks, this sucks, like, that sucks too. You start to see all the <laughs> sucky things. And all of a sudden, you're just like, wow, nothing about this is good. <laughs> nothing nothing when you, at all. But when you look for nothing but the good, like, obviously, you can see the bad, you can acknowledge the bad, but it's like, wow, everything out there can have some good in it. So, not to be all motivational and all that, but... Uh, we have our future <laughs> motivational speaker. Uh, he... Uh, Hold on, when are you going to come out with your, like, when are you going to go on stage for the first time and start motivating? Oh, dude, that, actually look for me at the conference coming out, you know, September, selling tickets now. No. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> $5.99.99. I've always wondered about that, though. So, you know, like, motivational speakers and stuff, like, do they say the same things at every conference? I'm pretty sure. And, like, don't, aren't there, like, people that, like, follow them around and just, like, I don't know. It always seems, I'm sure there's great ones out there, but it seems like almost a bit of a scam. Oh, it is. It's kind of like self-help books. I, okay, the reason why, like one, of the re- like, one of the reasons why that, like, I first, you know, came up to you and wanted to even, like, do the podcast was because, you know, you weren't in college. And I don't know what happened, but I was the first dude that came into the college ministry and wasn't in college, and then all of a sudden, everybody started coming in behind me. I don't know. I don't know if, like, God's just, like, you're leading the pack. <laughs> we will take over this college yeah. ministry for non-college students. All the non-college students. people are going to take over the college ministry, and that's how it's going to be. We're going to all be 50, still cramming in this thing. <laughs> Bunch of freshmen are coming We're going to move it down to Hot Springs Village yeah, yeah. and take over to HSVPD. <laughs> exactly. It is just going to be spread all over, man. It's going to be great. It is. But if you ever walk into, like, Bob's Grill, downtown Conway, and you see that group of, like, 70-year-old men just sitting there drinking their coffee every morning? Yes. Soon to be Second Baptist College Ministry. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> For sure. But uh, the, the college thing, it's like, to me, uh, the motivation, the self-help books and stuff, it's so stupid because it's always coming from a rich person's perspective or like a person who's already made its perspective. Um, I've never seen a poor person make a motivational speech or like a poor person make a self-help book because there's really no point of them doing that first off. Plus also, I feel like they could do that. And it would be more of like, you know, I did these things. You probably shouldn't do those things. Kind of, kind of like what the motivational books already do now. But it's like, I saw this video of like, you know who Elon Musk is? I think everybody knows Okay, him. yeah. Elon Obviously, Musk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, easy. Anyways, I saw a interview with him. And he was talking about how he didn't go, like how, like, you know, he didn't go to college or whatnot. And he was basically telling everybody, like, you know, you don't need college. Which, I have a big issue with those people that are like, like, you know, as rich as he is and as successful as he is, telling people that. Because the same thing with, like, Bill Gates or anybody else that didn't go, uh, like, Mark Zuckerberg dropped out and made, whatever, Facebook. He made Facebook in his dorm. But the thing is, though, is they had, literally, they were born geniuses. You can't tell me for one second that, like, oh, hey, Dawson, you know, you dropped out of college. Like, literally, my roommate came up to me the other day and goes, hey, Dawson, don't worry about dropping out. Um, it's going to be all good. I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, Elon Musk didn't go to college. And, you know, I'm like, dude, really? Are you going to amount me to those people? Those people that were just born geniuses? To be fair, so college dropout, you know, nothing wrong with that. A lot of great successful people, as you mentioned. And then didn't, like, all those great businesses start in a garage? And look where we're at. 
We're in the kitchen. That's what I was getting to. <laughs> okay. You can't, you can't, like, I would love for this to, you know, become something if I can just get monetized. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it gets, I will get to that in a second. <laughs> Anyways, but like, I, you can't shove me in a garage like Bill Gates and you expect me to do anything out of it. I promise you, I'm probably going to, worst, best case scenario, I make friends with the raccoon. I'm probably going to become psycho, and this is going to be like a, you know, I'm going to be like a, what's that movie called, that he became friends with the volleyball? Castaway? Castaway. Tom Hanks. Yeah, I'm going to come out of there as Castaway, I'm going to become friends with whatever, that's the best that's going to come out of me in two weeks. He made Microsoft, I'm not going to be making anything of that. Plus, I don't think, and I could be wrong here, but like, none of them were in the South. I don't know if you've ever been in a garage in the dead of summer in the South, but it is like 140 degrees. Well, where do they come up with their ideas? Where do they start? That's the problem with me is, it's like, I can go to Walmart and literally I'll be like, man, sometimes when I pull a, a bag out at Walmart to bag my groceries, sometimes more than one comes in. I think we need to put a solution to this, put some dividers in there. <laughs> so those are the big ideas. Those are the big see, ideas. Like you think about what, Amazon? Dude was just trying to sell some books. And then look what it developed into. See, I feel like everyone's trying to start from the bottom and aim for what Amazon is today. You got to find your books and just sell the books. Eventually, you chop away. It he, may did take he sell his years. own books? I have no idea what he sold, if I'm going to be honest. But like, because did, I think he went to college, though. Did Jeff he graduate? Bezos? I don't know. I don't know. He may have graduated with business and started selling books. He probably sold a bunch of Dr. Seuss ones. But <laughs> Not anymore, though. Yeah. No, put that as a headline. Jeff Bezos uh, leaked emails, <laughs> claims that uh, he sold a bunch of doctors, uh, Dr. Seuss books back before he became famous for Amazon. See, canceled all those them. words you just said, flagged by YouTube. <laughs> flagged by, just canceled. Leaked but, emails. Literally, no, literally what's going Dr. Gonna, Seuss. <laughs> my lips are just going to be moving by the end. Literally, no one's going to be like, hey, where'd the sound go? Like, <laughs> Oh, no, uh, that's what we had to remove to stay monetized. <laughs> <laughs> it's just some guy that just reads the lips. He starts decoding it for everybody in the comments. Canceled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everybody's thanking him. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Upload this so it makes it to the top. Exactly. All right. But that, I agree. It, it puts it with a uh, half cup full perspective for sure. So, you know, I'm starting out in the kitchen. You know, hopefully I upgrade to, you know, maybe uh, an office and then just it just go from there. Baby I, steps. I don't know where this podcast is going to be able to go and to sell wise. Um, I could sell books, not my own books. But, oh, I can start selling your motivational books. And we, oh, you know what you need to make a motivational pop up book. Really target, you know, the dude, you can target any Americans right now because they're so stupid. Like Americans in general, like are rocks. Compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, you, t- you talk about that, and it's you, you talk to a lot of people, and you're like, man, I've got to be smarter than this person. Like, there's no way that you can't know that. But then, on the flip side, I'll have conversations with people, and they'll ask me questions like, what's an anchovy? Right there, I'm like, I feel like I should know that. And then I feel like a complete idiot. But here's the thing, though. There's a difference between that and how many stars are on the flag. Because I watched a video of this guy going around asking how many stars are on the U.S. flag, and people were saying like 52, 49. I'm telling you, I lost all hope in humanity. I hope Jesus comes down tomorrow, because I don't even know how our economy is still going great and solid. Like, how are people getting hired? I think great and solid might be a bit of a stretch, and hiring, apparently McDonald's is having to pay, like, sign-on bonuses to get people to come into work now, so those might be a bit of a stretch. No, people want more money, but they're dumb as rocks. Like, I don't <laughs> That should be, like, I would be okay with that being just one question. Like, to be able to do anything, like, to get a job, 
or to do whatever, like to vote. One question, how many stars are on the flag? Like 48, 49, 50, 51. Like if you can't pick C there, sorry. Not yeah, on. we'll even throw in D all of the above. Just to really throw their minds for a loop. Because I'm telling you... If D you pick D, you have to leave. No. <laughs> no, you have to leave the country. Yes, yes. exactly. I'm not kidding. I, I think that's what like, the immigration laws come in and stuff like that. So I think, think, think for one, every one dumb American we get out of the country, we get an immigrant to come in. We just kind of just submit them in. You know? Because it will solve a lot of issues. <laughs> but those same people that, are like, that don't know how many stars are on the flag, they're still screaming about immigration laws. Yeah. I don't understand that. Buddy. Calm down. How about you learn a little bit about what you're talking about before you talk about it? That's something. So beforehand, you asked me what a pet peeve of mine was. Uh-huh. People who, like, don't know anything about a situation and just regurgitate what they've heard about it, that'll get me. Yes. If you're going to say something or believe something, know why you believe that thing. For sure. Yeah. Are you talking about for the people that are in, like, the United States? Are you talking about that for, like, well, my, my perspective? Anywhere. Anywhere. So, like, if you're going to argue for something... I don't even remember how we just got on this topic, but it came into my head. It's like, if you're going to believe something, if you're going to argue something, you're talking about like all these, like bringing someone in, exchanging someone, like when it comes to voting or all that, like if you don't know why you believe what you believe, I've got a problem with that. Like, it's cool to believe whatever, but know why you believe it. Oh, okay. So you're just making it into a general statement. Yeah. Well, somehow, and again, my mind goes in tangents. But you asked me before we started, what's a pet peeve of mine? That's yeah. a pet peeve. Oh, so oh, because the people believe something, but they don't know why they believe it? Yeah. For they, sure. You, they just hear something, and they're like, oh, that sounds right. And they just say it back. That's what I was making my point was, is they were screaming about immigration, but they don't understand how hard it is to get here. Yes. And see, like, I don't even want to speak on that because I don't know that I could pass that test. Look, that's what I'm saying. That that was the whole point of me bringing it up. It's like I literally saw an article where it said 33% of Americans would pass that test. And I believe it. I took a practice one. I don't even know if, like, 33%. Like, if you ask me... Well, I mean, nowadays... I would say, like, maybe 1 out of 10. So you took a practice test. What, yes. are, what are some of the questions? They, were, they started out easy. But then it got to, like, who was the, like... Uh, who was, like, the 25th president? I don't know that crap. I, I, don't, I don't know that at all, and it, I don't think I would ever need to know that. So I think it's kind of redundant to put that on there for, for a question. Because as soon as they come in, it's like, you know, why were they going to need that information to be in the first place? Or Like, has that ever in your life? Or like, to know all the amendments? Been a pressing issue. Okay. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell you how many amendments there are, honestly. I, I know the first 10, Bill of Rights, obviously those are very important. Yeah. Um, you know, some in there, I couldn't name them, but like women's suffrage, like the right to vote, you know, abolishing slavery, obviously like those are in there and yeah. obviously crucial, but I couldn't tell you how many there are and I definitely couldn't tell you other than like maybe the first and second what they actually are. <laughs> Look, I So you, you have to know all of them? I look. I only took a little bit of it, but I don't think you have to know all of them. But you do have to practice them and know all of them. In order, you know, it's kind of like the ACT. You know, you take it. You know, you have to read through all the stuff, but maybe not all of it will be on the test. It's kind of like that. That's fair. And, and you know, I worked with like Hispanics, and they were so happy to see the one white guy there, and they were like showing me their citizenships. And it was like him and his wife. They were like all dressed up really nice, and they were just like showing me this. I was like, man. 
But that's super crazy. cool. Like, think about all, you know, no telling where they came from, how long it took them to get here, and how long it took them to get through that process. Like, that is something you should be proud of. Oh. Like, you talk about being proud to be an American. I bet some of the proudest Americans were not born Americans. Well, that makes me think of that, though. Because I, like, when he showed me that, I didn't really think about it. I kind of just looked at it, and I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. But then I thought about it later, I was like, whoa. He worked his tail off to get in here. He spent money to get here. And I've just been here. You just existed. I know. I just was here. And so it just makes me think, like, you know, all the people that say that they want to, you know, go out of the country. Or, like, they just want to, you know, they want to move out. They're tired of this or whatever. I'm going to go. Yeah. Trust me. I mean, I literally, like, I, for fun. Okay, I was bored during quarantine. For fun, I was working, uh, I worked at Sonic for a long time. And I took my taxes. And I took my whole salary. And I was like, I wonder, you know, how much, you know, how, what I would be able to live like in Vietnam. I would live like a king. I legit. <laughs> I I could have my own maid there. They have some people. They would wash your clothes and stuff. I could buy like some ramen for like a dollar. It's insane. Just for one year's salary of just working at Sonic. You talk to that so like some old older family friends like seventy ish that fought in Vietnam, and they're talking about like wanting to maybe move to the Philippines or like have a second place in the Philippines. I'm like that sounds really expensive on like just a retirement income. And like, oh no, you can buy like your own mountain and mansion in the Philippines for like a hundred thousand dollars, which obviously is no small sum of money, but like compared to what it is comparatively, the US, especially yeah. the housing market right now, yeah, yeah. So it, it, that part to me is like, man, it's pretty tempting. It's like, <laughs> like I, I don't know, I could probably deal with year-round humidity, and then I walk outside in Arkansas in June and July. I'm like, no, like, yeah. It's like, well, it's like right now, like I'm in a living room, but with my income someplace else, I could probably get myself an own apartment. Like. <laughs> By myself and <laughs> don't mean to flex, but like one bed, one bath, like living high on the hog. <laughs> yeah, someone like what? Like when you walked in, you're like, man, dang, what? What's going on here? And I'm just like, hey, look, don't worry. In Vietnam, I can have my own maid. I just want to let, just want to let you know, like, <laughs> it's not that bad when you put in that perspective. Yeah, look at it as a half full. Like, <laughs> if you ever complain about being an American, like, think about how rich and how well we've got it here. You know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I think a lot of people just focus on. The complaints, and just goes back to what you said: living in that negative space. You know, they're exactly. looking for things to be mad about, and that's what they're dwelling on. You know what that means? That means that the last Cycle Heart podcast needs to make new T-shirts. Live, live in the positive. Check that merch. <laughs> yeah, check. Yeah, check that merch. You know, <laughs> half full. That's all it needs to say is just half full. I think people just nothing else. What's well, like if they were able to run a whole campaign on like milk? You know, on God milk. I'm sure, yeah. you can copy that same thing. Like, cause who owns the rice? Though? Is that the government that was trying to sell us milk? Got milk? Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I want to say it was like the USDA or something. I think it was because it was on posters and it had like it was all over our schools. It had like golfers and it had like famous athletes and stuff. They had milk mustaches and they were like. And they always talk about how we're dumber than other countries, like when they've compared test scores. I'm like, think about the amount of money you spent trying to make us drink milk. Like, take some of that. And teach us math, and maybe we match up a little better. I, I agree. I think I well. Okay, if you want to go to the extent of China, like I heard that they take uh, their uh, their kids and they like basically pick out of a jar of what their career path is going to be, and that's what they got to go to school for. Okay, that's a, that's an interesting take. It's a very interesting take. So like basically, you know, you get ninja, you're gonna go in there and you're gonna devout your life. What's interesting to me also is like with other countries like China and uh, Japan is like I feel like everything there you have to be you know 
doing it for like five, ten years before you like you know, actually be able to do something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, like for example, they're always under apprentices or they're always under like a some sensei or something. Well, like, like where in like we've had when I was in high school we had an exchange student from Korea mm-hmm. and he talked about their life outside. So like he was so surprised and like amazed, I guess, at how free we spent our time outside of school and like playing sports and stuff, and, like recreation. That just wasn't a thing. Like, wow. They would go to school, go to their house and basically do homeschool like they were working on homework they're studying he's like yeah like every day we woke up went to school came home did more school and Hmm. so but so the trade-off on that was he was absolutely brilliant and like we had like a talent show or something for spring break dude is like a savant on the piano and i'm just like oh okay that's the trade-off there like you stick me behind a piano i'm gonna bang on it just about as effectively as like a three-year-old child stick him behind the piano he's a wizard and he's also the smartest person in the school. So, you know, it's all about, you know, trade-offs, I guess. Yeah. Do you think that maybe sometimes, like, when it comes to, like, smarts, like, school smarts, that a lot of kids are, like, you know, probably just born with more of that capability? Coming from a person of that, you know, it's not in college anymore, me, dropped out. <laughs> so I definitely think so. You know, like, obviously there are going to be some people that just naturally, they like, like, the kids that can just show up and be good. And it seems like they're always also, like, the most athletic, too. Like, you just, it's like you'd love to hate them, but at the same time, you're just like, hey, props. Like, I hope you do something really well with what you've got. Like, because clearly you've been blessed at a very high level, so don't blow that. Because that's what you hate to see. Like, I've known a lot of people, incredible athletes or incredibly smart, and they blow it and get into all kinds of things, like drugs or get arrested, get into, you know, just places you don't want to be. And then you see those gifts wasted, and that's just, that's hard to see. It, it, no, it, it really is, and I think it's uh, the stigma of that, you know, when you're in high school, that they, you know, I don't think they do good enough to, you know, they just tell you go to college. They don't tell, they, right. don't, they don't. That drives me insane. Yeah, they just, that's, like, that's. Not everyone is meant to go to college, and everyone should not go to college. Th- no, and for how expensive it is. First of all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then I'm going to have to sell a lot of motivational books of yours. To or be able to pay for it. <laughs> or you just go with crazy student debt and then complain about your student debt. Exactly. And then you're paying like monthly for it for the rest of your life. Which it, is insane. It really is. It's like like my aunt has to pay like $200 a month. That is mind-blowing. I, like, I know. And then they do it for what, like 10, 20 years? Oh, yeah. And then you just hope that it gets forgiven? No, no, you just get married. And then, you know, if you're a woman, you just get married. And then hopefully, you know, the debt combines. And then all of a sudden, then they have to deal with it now as well. It's like, <laughs> that's like when, that's like when we need to get into a relationship, we're going to be like, hey, how much school debt do you have? Because I, I can't handle it. Because <laughs> I'm not going to take on yours, you know, like. <laughs> like oh, so let me assume, everything's got to be in my name? All right, cool. <laughs> I make $11 an hour, so you, yeah. you're telling me you have 50000 that would take us 12 and a half years to pay off. Yeah. <laughs> and that's if we don't spend the dime anywhere else. All right, we're going to have to make some more t-shirts. Uh, we're going to have to sell. Go ahead. Like. All right. <laughs> half full. <laughs> yeah. It's not but, a bad thing that we can sell a lot. All right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, man, we, I totally forgot about these things. It's like we... I yeah, don't know how we got off topic there, but that was, that was a long ways around to get back to these. It was. It, look, it was an interesting... Interesting topic for sure. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh 
honestly worried about what some of these might say. Huh? So I'm honestly worried about what some of these might say. You know what? I'm just gonna go through and just and just read them of what I had like what I had in mind. All right, let's go. Uh, of just what what uh, I guess you can just choose one if you want. Uh, right. <laughs> um, send the other person an embarrassing photo of yourself. That's an idea that I had. Okay, phones over there. Last year, I'll send it to you. Last year, um, during COVID and everything. I knew I wasn't going to have to shave for a bit, so me and a few friends made a bet that we'd, like, grow our beards out and stuff. So I had a nice little, like, roughneck-looking thing going, but then I forgot what it was, but one of us lost a bet, and we all ended up agreeing to shave and did nothing but a mustache. And so I've got some super awesome, like, mirror selfies of me with this, like, Fu Manchu-type thing going down. So. Oh, for sure. It's really I'll not even you. embarrassing. I'm really proud of that one, so well, I'm just happy I'll, to show that one off. Um, I'll send you mine as well. Uh, in high school, uh, I was in the process uh, it didn't work. It didn't work out. I didn't have enough time, but I was in the process of making a hype video for the seniors, and I dressed up as Takashi Six Nine. Okay. I know, yeah. And I remade one of his uh raps, and I was just basically having a bunch of kids just shout on it the whole entire time. It's very interesting. But I have the album cover. Probably sounded very similar. No. <laughs> uh, for sure, but did not sound uh any sort of gangster at all. It just sounded very like, oh wow. Um. I'm much just, too white to sound ju- oh, gangster dude, at all. Dude, listen to my so. voice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely nothing great coming out of that. But I was like propped up against like a, oh, I was really good friends with the resource officer. So I propped up against his SWAT car. But it, oh, it was very interesting. Um, talk about the worst dish your mom has ever cooked. Worst dish? Dude, I don't know. My mom cooks some good stuff. Dude, I, I remember mine like it was yesterday. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I'll think about it. See, the thing is, though, it's like, um, I- I'm not trying to put you down, Mama, if, she, if she's ever going to be li- listening to this, but there was one time she made chili, and she's usually good at making chili, but there was this specific time that she made this chili, and it just did not, something, something about it just tasted off. She put a little bit too much seasoning in it or whatnot, but uh, the reason why I bring that up is because my favorite thing to cover up bad dishes is Louisiana hot sauce. Can't go wrong. No, at all. So I was just dumping Louisiana hot sauce in that thing, and that's what got me through her dish for the next two days. See, that's the great thing about MREs. You know, they have a bad reputation for being just unpalatable, and for the most part, that's pretty accurate, especially if you're not heating them up. They're cold. But most of them now all come with little packets of Louisiana. Do you cover anything in Louisiana hot sauce? I mean, it's going to taste decent. So that's the strat. If you ever end up, for some reason, needing to eat an MRE, and you're like, wow, this is not good, douse it in hot sauce. For sure. I, I don't doubt. I think Louisiana hot sauce is the best Band-Aid for all bad food. I really do. <laughs> Just, it's a, cook's, a bad cook's best friend. And seriously, macaroni and cheese got a little boring uh, when I was in Austin. So, you know, Louisiana hot sauce already always made it. Buffalo mac. But seriously, dude. And then I sometimes made blue cheese mac and cheese. That's disgusting. Hey, no, no. Judge you, you, you can knock it. <laughs> no. Knock it till you try it. See, that's one thing. My mother met, never made anything with blue cheese. Mm. So I really can't knock her for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, oh, take a selfie and post it on your Instagram story with the caption, to be honest. <laughs> you remember that crap? That one's, yeah, that one can't happen. That one's that one not. Oh, dude, I, I had a hat, and you could just put it on backwards, and then I wanted you to just make some stupid face and just put, to be honest, with a fire, emo- fire emoji. 
I was I forgot who it was, but like one of my friends, I was get, recently just going back through some of their old Instagram posts. I was looking for an old photo, and clicked on it, and like thirty comments underneath were all just like TBHs, and I was like, wow, I'm glad we got past that. How but old is did, How old is he? Well, he's like he's our age. But oh, and they still do. Oh, I thought no, that was not a- now, not now. This so the picture that I found was from like I don't know eighth grade, ninth grade. Or okay, something. cool. All yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I was about to say probably couldn't be friends with someone if they're still doing that now. Still like, doing to or, to or be, be like, honest. Listen, buddy, you gotta stop. Oh, uh, my my favorite ones were always like uh, you know when you're stupid when you're stupid middle school or some girl that you think is cute and uh in middle school you'd be like oh, all right I'm gonna try this out and you slide it up and you say tbh and they always give you the stupid you're funny it's like to be honest I think you're really cool. Uh, yeah I, <laughs> yeah then when you get like the tenth I'm funny in a row you're like man this is kind of getting generic. Oh, so this is the rejection line, okay. Or or they'll do like a TBH slash rate. Oh, I love those. Those are tough. It was like four, but you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> four and a half of the humor. Two, but a great personality. You're like, hmm. oh, wow, cool. So you, you'll be embarrassed in public with me, but you have a phone call? <laughs> or you say the TBH and rate, they don't give you the rating and just the TBH. Like, I think you're funny. Yeah, oh, those. Ooh. Those are the killers. Those Wait, that are one the- hurts. Yeah, but you know you're baller if they just give you the rate. Oh yeah, they yeah. shoot that and you're anything Basically, over like an eight. If they just do the rates, then you're you're definitely getting an eight or above. Dude, you kill it. Yeah, seriously, Wait, what's your scale? Like one to ten. Like for example, I was talking about this with my friends the other day of like what, uh, like to, like everybody's one is a different than their t- like you know their tens are different than whatever. Like for example, my one would be, you know, like. I don't know. I was trying to think of comparison. Like, I don't know. It's like, like everybody's unattractive scale. Like to me, it's like, would you like a blonde or brunette? Uh, Natural instinct is to say blonde. Natural instinct is blonde. So you like blondes. Yeah, sure. See, blondes are lower on my scale. Really? Yes. Well, I've heard. Are you you naturally blonde? Yes. I'm very blonde. See, I've heard that, and this is probably just some stupid urban tale, but like, Dark-headed people are attracted to, like, blonde people, and, like, blonde people are normally attracted to darker-haired people, so I don't know if any of that plays a role. Hmm. So the opposite attract thing applies to this. I guess, yeah. So are you, so are you, like, are you attracted to, like, opposite, like, a completely opposite view? Like, for me, that means I would be attracted to someone that's more introverted and, see, I'm not like that, Not exactly. Well, and then it, like, depends, you know, on the person. Like, I feel like you can't just have, like, a simple list, you know? Like, it's more... People are more complex than that. Oh, I understand that, but I'm just saying, like, when it comes to... So, like, to if you had opposite, to make a list? Well, no, if... No, I was just talking about something that applies to the uh, opposites attract rule. Like, I don't think that applies to me because I don't necessarily think a brunette that's introverted... That's, like, the complete opposite would me be, like, somewhere on my scale. And I think, okay. I think when someone says, like, oh, opposites attract, I don't really think that's gotcha. necessarily... See, I think I'm in the same boat then. Yeah. Because don't, don't see that being the case, necessarily. Do, do not at all. Um, I think that was basically the big ones. Now, in this thing, I don't know. I just had just some random... Uh, just some random stupid, like... Uh, <laughs> uh, if you were an animal, what would it be? Not a what's that rhinoceros that just died? Definitely not one of those. <laughs> oh, a white rhino. Uh, hold on, what what was it? Uh, yeah, white rhino. Yeah, functionally extinct. 
Shame, <laughs> shame on you people. Functionally, like what? What? What do you mean by functionally? Extinct? I think it just means like there's not surviving fertile male female pairs in the wild or something. What? It's like they could still exist in a zoo. I really don't know what it means. I could. Okay, totally so wrong. so they're still in a zoo. I think so. Like, I, how would we let that happen? I, I was feel about like we to would say, have to kidnap one and like, all right, you're gonna be safe. Yeah, here. I was about to say. I was like. I, that didn't make sense to me when I saw that they were full blown extinct. I was like, "Hold on for a second, like, this doesn't make any sense." I thought maybe someone would, you know, on the PETA team would have came over there and would have been like, "Hey, we're gonna take these male and female, and we're gonna put them." I also feel like it should be a bigger deal to warn us before that happens. And I'm they sure have somewhere, been. dude, they have been. This has been an ongoing thing for years. Like at least I think I've heard this story. It was like. It had to have been three years ago when it first started, but then it's like one of those things. There's like there's only uh, there's only twenty thousand of them left, and we're like twenty thousand. That's a lot. Like you know, <laughs> that'll be fine. Like come on, dude. Like how many horns are gonna be cut off this season? Like you know, come on. It can't be that much. Twenty thousand. That's a big hefty catch. But for like three years, them going down all the way to zero now, or like just two of them that are in the zoo. That's insane. I really don't understand how it happens. And it's not like they're a little animal that's easy to kill, I think. They're like multi-thousand-pound freak beasts, correct? Dude, um, I've never been to Africa, or I've never been, but no, I don't, I've seen movies before. I don't underestimate tranquilizers, or I don't underestimate the little dart guns that they have. All right, that's fair. The little, I mean, yeah. little, little bitty tiny things, but they pack a punch. I don't think you need a... Well, because I saw this video of, like, uh, how they're trying to combat uh, other rhinoceroses to not become extinct, and they would tranquilize them, put them to sleep, and they would just, like, literally be running, and all of a sudden they'll just start falling over. <laughs> and, they, like, literally they were chasing them in a helicopter, and some guy just darts them, and then they go to sleep, and they come over, and they saw their, uh, they, like, they don't saw it off, but they, like, shorten the horn down so that no one would just kill them for their, for that. For their horn. That makes sense. But then... That makes me think, like right now, that makes me think, why couldn't we just give all of them tranquilizer guns? And just. And then let them get the horns. Yeah, you after can have it, dude. Just don't kill them. But, the but please don't kill them. You know, yeah. just give them what we're using to help out with the thing. Or we should just do what America does and we capitalize on everything and make it a business. So we tranquilize the rhinos, get the horns, and we make a shop out of it. And they come and they're like, oh. I'm uh, pretty sure that's what they're doing over there, and that's why they all died. Oh, us Americans do that? Well, uh, whoever's killing the rhinoceroses, or whatever the plural of rhino is. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like Rhinoceri? <laughs> Rhinoceri? It's kind of like mongoose. Where would you think the plural of mongoose would be? It's definitely mongoose. No, it's mongoose. It's, it's mongoose. It, I, dude, I think that too, because my, like, if like, I had a, if I have, like, a, um, a pet, or, like, my exotic pet, it would not be like a white tiger. It would be a mongoose. I would like a set two mongoose, and I would just fleet them. See, you said mongoose. No, I, okay, I agree. So you agree. You agree. No, no. I, I talked about this on my podcast a while back. I said they, it's not mongooses. It, like you can look it up on the internet. They call it mongooses, and it just doesn't make sense. What's well, like? What's the plural of goose? Geese. I know that's the. <laughs> and what's the plural of moose? Meese? It's definitely meese. <laughs> I don't care what the English language says. It's meese. Me. <laughs> then man we need to we need to make a shirt another shirt dude we're gonna come up with a t-shirt company and we're gonna capitalize on this we're gonna get it going i know all right that. and we're gonna become absolute millionaires we got we're gonna have to do this 
<laughs> Let's get it done. We we do need to get we need to get this done. But uh, so the rhinos thing. So they have made shops. To okay, so I don't know if they've made shops. But you're saying capitalize on it and take the horns and sell the stuff for money. But is that not exactly why they're going extinct? Like people killing them to take it for money? Because I unless I think a lot of them are doing that, but there's also just some that are just taking it because it's. I think when you put the label illegal in front of it, I think that makes it even more valuable. <laughs> See, those kinds of people are the kinds of people that don't put the shopping cart back in the cart stall. Exactly. Exactly. Those, so it comes full circle. It, it does. And then it just leads in right to that they probably live in Hot Springs Village. And <laughs> it's just this whole, everything's piecing together now. It's all making sense. But I don't know. I don't know if they have a store. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, surely there's not a store, especially if it's illegal. Like, you would think they just have a rhinoceros horns. I mean, it sounds cool though. I, dude, it Depends really on the price. Like, have you know. ever seen those shoes that have the rhino, the rhino shoes, or like the skateboarding shoes that have the rhinos? I forgot what they were called. I, they, no I think they were called rhinos. Okay. But like, they also had a very big baggy jean brand. They were, it was oh, okay, yeah, yeah. white rhino yeah. or yep. something. Oh, was it white rhino? I have no idea. Was it? It's probably not anymore. I, I, they would get canceled. <laughs> that's they're, just insensitive. Yeah, that's just insensitive on such like a so. But that kind of begs the question now. So, if you find one of these stores that's put up that's selling rhino horns, do you buy one? Because like the rhino's already dead. So is there like a moral struggle there? They're just called rhino. Rhino jeans. You would think that you'd have to be more creative today to have a successful clothing brand. I know, but they, they have rhino jeans and they got big boy rhino jeans. Okay. <laughs> the deluxe. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But anyways, that's a sensitive topic, so they should probably just change. It's kind of like the mascots. It's too soon. Yeah, yeah, it is too soon. Like, like the, all the kids that are going. I saw a kid the other day wearing a shirt and it had the Titanic on it. It was just like little frames of just the Titanic seeking. And then at the very end, it was just a white flag that was going. I was like, Huh, 1,500 people died that day, and you're just repping it. So that's a joke, dude. Yeah, yeah. Literally, the one person that survived sees eight-year-old kids running around. They're just like, oh, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be the case, because if they're still living, in, they're definitely down in Hot Springs Village. Yeah, then they wouldn't even care about it. Yeah, <laughs> They'd be too busy with ri- white rhino horns and all the other mass stuff that they got going that's on. That's definitely another old person purchase. Corvettes, for sure. Why rhino horns? We're gonna have to capitalize on what Alex Jones is doing and make a conspiracy theory of, of Hot Springs Village, and they will we'll say that they're selling white rhino horns. I think that's one that we should capitalize on for sure, um, and that that I don't know. He's like so outlandish. Like I've never heard a new take that he has and not been like, wow, that guy's literally insane. And then it comes out like eight years later, every time that he's like. Oh, he was like that secret society of rich people. Kind of correct. Yeah, <laughs> like that secret that blows my mind. Like, if there's a secret society of rich people, they get together every year and they dictate what goes on. Oh, right. Like literally, just trying to play God with the world. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting take. And supposedly he got footage of it or whatever. He's an interesting guy. Is he not down in Austin now too, or is he yeah. somewhere around there? Yeah, no, he's in Austin for sure. We're getting all the greats. We got the Joe Rogan. We got the the Alex Jones. We need somebody else to come in, etc. Except yeah, etc. There's there's more incoming. <laughs> they had you there for a little while. You came back home. It's okay. Yeah, you know. 
it just is what it is sometimes. You know, I can't wait to go back. And by the time I go back, it'll probably be burnt to the ground or, or something if we keep on getting uh, Joe Rogans and Alex Joneses over there. I don't know. I'm surprised at of all the Californians that are flooding there, for sure. It makes There's, sense. Like, I just would not want to live in California. Beautiful place. Have you ever been? I have not. Wow. I mean, I get the draw to it. If you're into, like, natural things, it is absolutely incredible. Oh, for sure. But uh, I think we should end this on a toast. You take your blue cheese. Dear God. I take my ranch because. And uh, thank you for joining the first episode of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast 2. That's the most creative name that I could come up with it. (laughs) But Ryan Pierce, everybody, thanks for joining me. The camera's about to die. Appreciate you having me, man. Would hate for that to happen. But uh, here's to our merch brand. Merch brand, yes. <laughs> oh, oh God! <laughs> I told you you would need a spit cup. You Thank you, everybody, for watching and/or listening to the Last Cycle Heart Podcast Two After Dark. If you would like to be a guest or happen to know of anybody that would want to be a guest on here, please let me know. My social media and my email will be in the description as well uh, as my guest Ryan's information. His social media would be down there as well as his social security number, his credit card information, all that good stuff. Also, make sure to like and subscribe, of course. But once again, thank you everybody for listening to the first episode. I will be seeing y'all soon. You are listening to The Last Ankle Heart Podcast.